So, Top Story, let's talk a little bit more about Top Story. We do want to encourage you to enter this competition. It's a writing competition. It's in full swing right now, and you can get details on the website. So to inspire you to write, we're going to be playing pieces, the winning pieces from last year's competition. And this afternoon, you're going to hear the story Banana Rolls. That's the name of the story, Banana Rolls, by Charlotte Mui. Charlotte was the creative prize winner of Hong Kong's Top Story competition 2018 in the adult category. So this is read by Angie Mann. Sit back, relax, and listen to Banana Rolls. There's a strain from behind the left ears to the stretch of muscle along your collarbone. An ache that couldn't be twisted away no matter how many times you crack your neck. A nice lap. You stretch it a little too far. Your body isn't as it used to be. Your wife berated. That's true. But that constant left tail strain was there long before you felt a fuffling stain in your knee joints. Your body weight pressed down on them, grating as you steadily lay each foot down the stairs of your tunnel. You are grateful the lodges were concrete. What harrowing limitations would the cracking wooden panels beckon off your bones? Your wife always reminds you to bring your cling along with you. You lock the ground twice with it. The thoughts mask your fragile steps, echoing through their corridor as though they belong to powerful strikes. A weak mirage of you 30 years ago. Reminders were unnecessary. You would never think of leaving the cane at home. It's your only weapon. The grim and sweat of people who have been out a few hours Two minutes hits you before you could even wince at the afternoon sun. Something was off. There's a hum of overlapping conversations in the background. Cantonese with scatterings of English words, Mandarin in various dialect that you barely recognize. More tourists now. Your granddaughter called them Lucas. The weight of shampoo bottles and cans of milk powder in wheel suitcases rolling over the crapping sun-baked granite rolls in no rumbles. They interwave with the moving dollies leaping at their heels. The muffled minus chatters of the few hawkers setting up their foldable tables on the two narrow sidewalks, getting ready for the night's worth of bullshit fortune-telling. Is it quieter? You try not to hawk at the wonderway teens with shots that show off the undercurve of their best size. Even with a milky siren rip over the eyes, you can still tell the difference between flesh and flabbic. You look away a bit too slow. How vulgar, you think? Or was the vulgar one you? Never mind that. You have a quest to complete. The bakery is to your right, about three blocks away from your door. You turn in the opposite direction. Your left side hovers just a few inches away from the neatly lined up building walls. The buzzing of Mongo dies down as you edge away from the cloud. Your fingertips brush along the rough stucco walls of your tongue onto the crude glass of window displays. Engulfed in the mass of neon signs, digital billboards, and rows of indistinguishable chain stores, your tongue had dissolved into the semi-skyscraper that flink it. There was this one time when your wife had forgotten where she lived. She asked a woman passing by if she could walk her home. The young lady took an hour, 
pacing your wife up and down the street, trying to find a warm building. How long would it have taken her if you haven't written down the address and directions on the laminated card hung around your wife's neck? When she finally arrived home, she crawled into the bed and refused to leave it for days afterwards. This hurt, she said. That's a show I need to catch tonight. I think I have heartburn. The baker is too far. I can buy the banana rolls. You told her. Though I don't know why you still want to eat them. Her danger wobbly against her gums, rendering her jaw strength useless. She couldn't even bit off a corner of the soft chili banana roll, but she loved the taste too much. She cut them up with the bright blue pair of children's scissors. Place a small piece of the roll under her tongue and wait for it to melt instead. Sometimes it's spread out and half dissolved the piece because it has lost its flavor. What can you do? It's your job to keep me happy. Yes, yes, I was born to serve my goddess. You laugh, bowing, at least attempt to. There's a jabbing pain in your backbone whenever you bend down for more than thirty degrees. Your eye twitch. You hope she didn't notice. She laughs with you. It is good that you know, General. She liked it when you spun stories about your life together. She was the silver goddess of the east, descended from a line of dragons with two hearts. The goddess was sixteen when she explored the mortal rim. It was there when she met her general and her love for banana rolls. The silver goddess of the east only accepted banana rolls as offerings. We can go together, like the old days. We can walk around the wet market and bother with the meat guy. She always paused at the speech. Can't you see that I'm a bit busy? She said as her twitching hand cracked open-shelled peanuts in the tube of chili and cucumber sauce. The spicy peanuts she made was your favorite dish. Now leave, so you can come home quickly. Your feet stop at the end of the block. Past this invisible boundary, you will leave the training grounds and face a moat of black and grey molten lava, which you have to cross while dodging a bandit of monsters coming towards you. They have the ability to maneuver across the road freely, but you have more than just one handicap. The yellow cross rock lines are shaking pillars, about to crumble at the final bit of exactly one minute and thirty seconds. You can step only on them to cross. This is level one. The monsters in level one will occasionally show you out of the way or roll one of their heavy suitcases over your feet, but they will keep their noise to a minimum. Those in level two were of a different class altogether. These were women dressed in scantily fishnet tights and lace-up burlesque bodies that can barely hide the dripping breast and hanging skins that comes with the aging past seventy. Clouding around them are usually men of your age, whose disheveled shake their sucking buddhas and asking them to dance, and then to pay up when they go to bed with them. The boomboxes on the floor play muted tunes you distinctly remember from the time you still lived in the mainland. You shake away the memory of your brother's sunken faces as you drag him from door to door begging for scraps of food. They were always playing that particular song in the houses. You spit at the boombox and miss. 
never too often pose a challenge for both your ears and eyes. But none of these monstrosities could be seen today. The Mongol pedestrian song is for once clear of the boisterous street performers. Good riddance. Someone taps on your shoulder. A pale-faced bustical girl in her mid-twenties, dressed in a generic black suit skirt, was crunching a white tablet. Her dyed hair is fading into a mustard yellow haystack. Her face was caked in makeup. She says something. What? Oh, she's on your right. You squint at the movements of her mouth. She's shouting. The suspicion of the district is enough to drown her out. Sir, hello. Do you have time? What does she want with an old man like you? Those men and dancers haven't evolved into office ladies, have they? The hair and dropping mascara, heavy lashes were suspicious. You locked anyway. I'd like to ask you a few questions about your money-saving habits. Insurance. No, thank you. I'm busy. You walk away, but the girl follows. You walk faster, turning in the corner. Her speech is unchanged. Two blocks. Your breathless pants burn your insides. As the ache in your joints steam in overwork, she doesn't give up, but your body desperately wants to. She's merely brisk walking. One block. The angry stones of your cane can't disguise your wheezing. You adjust the device attached to your right ear, but her voice pierces through, and your breaths get louder and louder. You didn't expect this much of a fight against a girl. Sir, it's really just going to take five minutes. She throws her tablet in your face. Just a few more meters. Your chest is burning. Your ankles crack and twist like they are going to fall off any moment. Why are the sounds getting so much louder? Our insurance plan is aimed at the older generation, exactly at old men living alone like you. It's to ensure that you. The device hits the ground with a clang. You bend over, gasping for air. Your fingers crawling at your chest as though you can somehow reach it into it and stop it from its haywire pounding. The girl is also doubled over; her hands wrap around her abdomen. In the process of falling, dripping from exhaustion, your failing hand had locked the tablet out of her hands and elbowed her in the stomach. I'm so, but don't need your insurance, and I definitely not. Do you see that the old guy pushed a girl to the ground? People are starting to accumulate. Miss, are you okay? Do you need? Oh, old thing, what's the f- matter with you? A younger man walk up to you. He has cap on sideways, t-shirt and jeans. Was he one of those MK boys? His phone's cameras aim at you. What's the matter with you? It wasn't on purpose. Youngsters are so rude these days. For us, please, you fellow, are just as rude as the rest of us. Get off your high horse. <coughs> the girl calls. The angry boys help her stand. The girls pick up her tablet and blows the dust off. The screen is cracked. You look like you don't have much time left anyway. I'll be the last person this time and let you off. 
nice. I nearly had a stroke because of you. I was being nice. All those coins you have in the mooncake tins under your bed, they are not worth a thing unless you invest, sir. One of these days, you will have a stroke. You will stuck in hospital with no money to pay for. You can hear. Move. I was here first. Do your business elsewhere. This is a no pedestrian. What are you looking at? Stop shouting! Can't you just follow me? A boy yelled as he crossed the road behind you. An old woman was standing on the other end, looking around her anxiously at the rushing cars, but not moving. Her feet planted firmly on the sidewalk, shouting at her phone and at the grandson in Hakka dialect. The grandson kept walking. You snap off the bone conduction hearing aid from behind your scratching up deformed right ears. Put the metal device in the pocket of your snacks and walk on towards the bakery. Is there nothing I can do to get you to go outside again? You ask your wife once at dinner. No, she says simply. The world's move on without me. She left the house one last time two years ago. Wheeled out on a stretcher, she came back in a white pokening urn, accompanied with unpaid hospital bills. A month later, you don't hear the truck coming behind you. That is Angie Mann reading the creative winner from the adult group from last year of Hong Kong's top story competition. So that was a story called Banana Rolls, and it was written by Charlotte Moy. So if you want to enter this year's top story competition, all you've got to do is write a story of uh, less than two thousand words. The theme this year is festival, and. Just send your story to topstory at rthk.hk. We're looking forward to your entries.